Welcome to this week's edition of Dugout Dish in the Clubhouse with EMD Baseball. I'm Andy Kirikides, joined by my wonderful co-host, who has a magnificent beard, Keith Glasser. Keith, how are we doing? Great. How are you? I'm good. A little inside joke. You have a, you have a great beard, too. I appreciate that. I appreciate mm-hmm. that. So today's short. I think this is a it's a good topic, and I'm glad that you brought it up as, as an idea, something to talk about. But we're, we'll short. For the for the title, we'll call it the circle of trust. But we're, really, what we're going to get into is college coaches and how they lean on people that have earned their trust from an evaluation standpoint, from a baseball standpoint, and how that factors in to evaluation, how that factors into identification of players. Uh, we're going to hit that topic real quick. So I'm going to kick it over to you, Keith. Get us started on this one. Sure. The, um, you know, I, I was thinking about this the other day, um, you know, and I think I had seen a couple of things on Twitter, maybe um, that kind of alluded to this, uh, this um, that, you know, college coaches maybe don't respond or, or get back to or, or listen to, um, you know, some coaches out there. Um, you know, I, I think it's a, a fair um, assessment, a fair um, gripe i would say when it comes to that type of stuff um because it is true like there are a lot of coaches out there that aren't necessarily going to take every single phone call that comes their way uh, on potential players you know and there's there's multiple reasons to that one is you know just a, a sheer time standpoint you know there there's a lot that goes on uh, on a daily basis on a in a program where you might not be able to take a, a ton of phone calls while answering emails and such um, you know, but the other is, and, and this is the hard part, I, I think, for for people to be able to quantify what what level of knowledge the person that is calling about a, a player who could potentially play in your program that they have of your program, the level of play, and, and what it might take to play at that level. Um, you know, and I think sometimes it, it, it's hard for coaches to to really take a full honest assessment from somebody that 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 they don't know and that's also a fair thing to say about college coaches right because there's when you do this as a career and you have people who 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 do this like us and you have people who who coach at, at other schools and we've heard other coaches talk about this on here that you know they've they'll watch guys for other guys and they'll you know they'll they'll let them know what they think about certain things and it's when you when you've been at this level and you've seen the amount of games and and you've watched as much baseball as as we have there comes with it a a certain level of um evaluation where you can see guys fitting in at certain levels where you know the the one-off kind of coach and i'm not i don't mean to ruffle any feathers or or make people mad it's just the reality that like they don't know what you know um, you know, so it doesn't necessarily mean that they're not going to listen or, or take what you have to say um, as truth. But I, I think there's a lot more. They'll lean a lot more into the character side of things and lean more into what type of kid he is and how hard he works and those types of things versus the, the, the straight up, um, you know, I think you can play at your school, you know, because I think that there's times where, you know, it, it's. It's a hard thing for to say, I think, to coaches because you don't necessarily know 
you know, what that level is or what that looks like. If you've never seen them play, like it's hard for you to call somebody and tell them like, he can definitely play for you. Like you've never seen me play. How do you know that? You don't know what type of coach I am. How do you know that? You know, so there's, there's always that side of the coin with, with these types of conversations. And I think that, you know, it's, it's an easier route to kind of send an email, introduce yourself. Hey, this is who I am. This is what I do. This is the kid I have. These are his numbers, you know, super hardworking kid, great family, blah, blah, whatever to, to talk the kid up and then, you know, see if you can set up a phone call that way, because then at least it, it breaks the ice and kind of lets them know like, okay, this is where this kid might fit into my program. I'm going to give this guy a call versus the, the, just the, the cold calling to try to get people on the phone to talk. Um, I just think it's a little bit more difficult to do nowadays. Yes, absolutely. And you hit on a bunch of stuff there that I think that's really important, right? And it kind of weaves into a bunch of topics that we've talked about in the past. But like, it's tough to tell somebody that they're good enough if you have no idea what it takes to play in that program. Um, I think that's something that like, if you're a high school coach or you're a travel coach listening to this, understand that there's a big difference between working for your kids and overselling your kids. And if you get in the business of overselling kids, you're going to lose the trust of coaches and they're just going to stop paying attention to what you say. Cause we, you've had it happen. I know I've had it happen mm-hmm. where you get a report on a kid and you get told it's easier for pitchers because you can quantify it with velocity and, and how guys exaggerate. But you know, you get somebody who tells you, hey, this kid's 86 to 88. You know, he's got 78 to 80 mile an hour breaking ball. Kid's going to be worth your time. That was the kind of kid that we honed in on when we were at William & Mary. Like, we valued kids who could spin it. And, you know, we knew we weren't going to get the kid who was – 90 to 93 presently, like we needed a kid with some projections, some guy who's going to have a chance to develop. So that was the kind of guy that we would go after. And then you drive three and a half hours to the middle of nowhere, Virginia, and you get there in the top bullet the kid's got is 82. Like he didn't have an off day. He's just not as good as you said he was. So now I'm driving back in my car after watching two innings because I'm not sitting there for six innings to watch him throw 78 in the in the seventh. Well, you've completely lost my trust. So now every time you call me on a kid until proven otherwise, I don't believe what you're saying. Um, and from a coach's perspective, that's that's how guys view it. And you're always going to lean on guys that you trust. You're always going to value the opinions of people that you know in the past have done well by you. And whether that's someone like us, I know that's what we pride ourselves on. Quick plug on EMD baseball, obviously, but... That's something that we pride ourselves on is that if we pick up the phone to call a coach, we're not doing it lightly. So when we actually pick up the phone and we call a coach, they know that kid is somewhere in the vicinity of where he needs to be for me to pay attention to that kid from a talent perspective. And that would be the big thing if I was giving anybody any tips, high school guys, travel guys is, you need to be really confident and you need to have a really good understanding of where kids fit and not just throw it out to anybody and everybody. The other thing is you got to know where, where that, what that kid wants, right? It's a, it's a different, there's a big difference between a kid being able to play in a program and a, in a program being a fit for the kid. Um, I know we're, uh, you're, I'm losing the topic a touch, but it all circles back to, College coaches lean on guys that they know have given them good information in the past and 
if you're one of those high school guys or travel guys, be cognizant of that fact because if you start burning bridges because you oversell your guys, you will you will not find yourself in that circle of trust, Greg. No, you won't. <laughs> you won't. And, and, and I think the other thing too that's important that we at least we would be remiss not to mention is we're not, you know, I, I'm not trying to, you know, hammer anybody or, or, or make people think as though like, People don't value, coaches don't value what coaches think about the kid. Again, I, I think some of it stems from the fact that from a, a pure talent evaluation standpoint, you're, you're going to lean on the guys that have experience that can help you out with those things. But the other is like, and I, I think this is where a, a lot of people get lost in this as well, is that when it, when it comes to the, the reaching out to college coaches and trying to help kids like it's 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 awesome but you like you need to also understand that this is a giant country and there's a lot of guys that are being recruited you know so it, it there's like yes you can call and say he's 82 to 84 and blah 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 whatever but like there's a lot of dudes who are 82 to 84 like what is it that's going to separate what can what can you give me about this kid that's going to separate him from everyone else that is 82 to 84 to, to put him on my radar you know and i think sometimes it you know in, in the in the metrics and data era we get caught up in all of those numbers and we throw those out there and just think that like okay well the, the numbers play so he, he should be able to the, he can fit into that program and, and again i i think it, it goes back to making sure you understand what that program is what it has what actually can fit in there and and how you might be able to help that coach put the put him on that kid to potentially recruit him um you know and i again i you know to your point about you know being out of this circle of trust like you know coaches have lives outside of um baseball contrary to popular belief and and what some people do um you know so there's that that's that's hours of your life you're never going to get back having to go watch somebody who wasn't necessarily what was advertised. And that's it's a tough, you know, that's why people get upset about it. And that's why sometimes there's, it feels as though there's a lot of hurdles you have to clear in order to get to that, you know, coaching staff or coach or, or, or whatever. And I think sometimes it's best to just, you know, reach out with an email and say, Hey, this is who I am. This is the kid I have. These are the numbers. You know, I can. I just want to jump on the phone and give you a, a quick rundown of of where I see the kid and how how good of a kid he is and whatever else it is that you want to add into that in order to be able to to kind of help that kid along and get him in front of the staff that he wants to play for and and the program he wants to be in. Well said. Anything else you want to add for this particular topic, Coach? Um. Yeah, just don't take it personal what we say. It's not personal. It's just we're trying to spread trying to spread knowledge and information here. It's not a it's not a personal attack on anybody. It's just no, more we're definitely. we're trying to get people to understand that there's there's nuance to uh to these types of things that go on. Yeah, absolutely. And the best way to stay in the circle of trust is to don't be hyperbolic about your players and shoot coaches straight um they'll appreciate that because they don't want to waste their time and i can promise you they don't want to waste yours either and if you give them a good eval if you give them an honest eval um 
you got a much better chance of establishing a relationship there and and those guys will they'll pay attention they'll answer that email they'll answer that text message they'll pick up that phone um in the future so stay in the circle of trust by being honest or at no. least transparent candid however you want to <laughs> however you want to describe it find a thesaurus <laughs> <laughs> as, as i type it into grammarly <laughs> to see if i can find another word to use uh, all right all right well wonderful as usual another good sash coach if you're watching on youtube hit the subscribe button or favor like button and you want to follow us on twitter and instagram you can find us at emd baseball and if you want to find out more about what we do to help families and players find the best fits for them in their search for college baseball go to emdbaseball.com new website it's updated it's awesome give it a look until next week thanks everybody